It's one of the biggest football weekends of the year to date in this 2022 campaign. What do we think about it all? What are our best bets of the week? Uncle Big Nick will join me. We'll try to keep that winning streak rolling. All on Datitude coming up next. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Where are you at, New Orleans? Hello to all my friends out there trying to decide what they're going to do next week. I'm not talking about Election Day. I'm talking about Monday. you got to decide whether you want that blue check mark or not on Twitter. It's a huge decision. Eight bucks a month. <laughs> I'm not about to get into political debates on Datitude or anything that even surrounds that. But I will joke about the blue tick mark. I mean, you know, we work so hard to get that blue check I got the blue tick mark. I got the blue tick mark. Blue check mark. Whatever the hell you want to call it. I ain't paying $8 a month. I think out of principle, I don't know that I would pay $0.05 cents a month. Um, just the principle of the thing. I don't need someone to tell me my status. I grew up on the West Bank, dude. Uh, we don't have status. I'm just glad that, like, you know, 500 people listen to this show every time it comes on or whatever the hell my average is now, probably more than that. And we love you for it. This is Datitude, episode number 110 for a Thursday, November the 3rd, 2022. And I'm Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times Picking and the Advocate at bet.nola.com. I, I just, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a status kind of dude. I mean, I get to go, sometimes when I'm worried, when I go to nice restaurants, they're going to say, um, I don't think so. You ain't coming in here. I mean, not that I get to go to nice restaurants all that often. I mean, luckily, my, my lovely wife is in the food business, so I do get to eat at nice places every now and then, like maybe two, three times a year. But they give you that look, like, you're from the West Bank. I mean, I don't live on the West Just because I don't live on the West Bank anymore. I mean, you can take the dude out of the West Bank, but you can't take the West Bank out of the dude. It, it is what it is. There's a reason why they call it show datitude. And I, I ain't paying eight bucks a month for a check for a check mark. I mean, not that I got a whole lot of them in school back in the day, because I got more X's than checks probably. Somehow I made it out of Archbishop Shaw High School, and I, I made it through eight years of college. Hey, I ain't proud. I'll tell you what it. I'll tell you what it is. You know, but you know, here I am, and you're listening to me, and so I guess I got a pretty good job. It sure beats working on a roof for a living. At least most of the time. All right, enough about blue tick marks and Twitter and whatever the hell else that doesn't have anything to do with sports. We got a big weekend of college football in the New Orleans area with our teams. 
We're going to talk about all that, LSU, Alabama. We're going to get into it with Uncle Big Nick. Um, it's not part of either one of our best bets, and we're going to give you our best bets. And have, have I mentioned that I'm 28 and 12 this season with my best bets? That's against the spread. If you have been following this show or my NFL picks column, and you have bet all of my best bets, you have made quite a bit of money. I mean, it depends on what you bet. And by the way, we don't advocate that you go out and bet. Some of you just want to hear what my, my picks are. And that's fine, too. Um, you know, whatever you want. I mean, we're going to talk about the Saints aren't part of my best bets this weekend. They, obviously, I pick every NFL game every week against spread and straight up and the total. But uh, they're not part of my best bets this week because I'm kind of conflicted. We're going to talk more about the Saints-Ravens on tomorrow's show with Jeff Duncan. And then we're going to actually have a special... Well, Monday we have a show every Monday anyway, but we're gonna we're gonna probably get more into in depth in our what we're thinking in picks wise about the Saints Ravens on Monday. Now tomorrow is gonna be a little bit of hodgepodge. We're gonna talk Saints Ravens. We're gonna talk more about LSU Alabama. We're gonna talk about Tulane Tulsa. We're gonna talk a little bit about the Pelicans. So tomorrow is not gonna be your regular Friday show. Um, we may or may not give predictions. I mean, I've already given mine in my NFL picks column, so I don't want to give the spoiler alert out. So you can either go read it on bet.nola.com or you can wait until – I'm not going to give my official pick until Monday because I may change my mind before then. Um, I have thoughts on it, and I will share some of them on Friday's show, but a lot of it's going to be on Monday. And today, um, with our best bets, uh, after it's done – now, see, Uncle Big Nick's got Tulane Tulsa in his best bets. So we will talk about the wave – them coming off their bye, they're going to Tulsa this week where they're currently seven-and-a-half-point favorites and ranked. When's the last time Tulane was ranked in the top 20? It has to be 1998, right, when they went undefeated? It's got to be then. Um, Greenway fans are enjoying. It's been a while since Greenway fans have really been able to enjoy a football season. I guess 24 years. Um, LSU, are they going to continue this thing? I know a lot of LSU fans think that they have a chance to beat Alabama this week. Hey, they have a chance for sure. But uh, let's not be too disappointed if they don't win. Again, that's going to be coming up. We're going to be talking about that um, in just a moment. That'll be after our best bets come out because neither one of us has LSU in our best bets. And then Saints-Ravens, again, we'll, we'll touch on that. Um, I, I, it's, it's, spoiler alert, it, it's, not a, it's not a good matchup for the Saints. I'm going to get into some of the stats about playing against dual-threat quarterbacks, you call them running quarterbacks, whatever you want to call them. But this, let's just say the Saints' stats against dual-threat quarterbacks aren't great as of late. And what they do have going for them, obviously, is the fact that they played so well last week. It's not a trend. You can't say they finally strung four quarters together. That's not a trend. Four quarters isn't a trend. It's one game. Can they do it a second game in a row? Maybe. I'm not saying they can't. Um, I could see. I, I guess you could see where I'm going with this. But just Lamar Jackson against the Saints, just kind of, I don't know. I have visions in my head of what could happen. We'll see if it turns out right or not. Um, I do want to talk briefly before we get into picks. Did you guys, I mean, first of all, kudos 
and congratulations to Astros fans. I am certainly not. I've made it clear I'm not an Astros fan. And I'm definitely not an Astros fan this year because i got a future on the Philadelphia Phillies at 25-1. to 1. I did hedge last night. I did hedge before the game. I uh, had already hedged a little bit on the Astros before the series started to make sure that I got a little bit. And then when they got to plus 120 after that 7 or nothing victory by the Phillies in game number uh, three, I went and hedged some more because the Astros were actually underdogs for the series. And then they go and throw a combined no-hitter. The first no-hitter since 19, was it 56 or 58, Don Larson for the Yankees. There have only been two no-hitters in, in World Series history. First time ever we had a combined no-hitter. And, in fact, there have never been a regular no-hitter, if you want to call it a quote-unquote regular no-hitter, where one player, one pitcher, pitches the whole game and pitches a no-hitter. The other no-hitter by Don Lawson was a perfect game. That's anything but a, a regular no-hitter. There have only been, what, I think fewer than 30 of those in the history of baseball. And one of them happened in the World Series. Amazing. Um, but the Astros were dominant last night. And, uh, I mean, unfortunately for me, and I'm again, just because I picked something before a season and I want it to happen doesn't mean I think it's going to happen. I mean, the Astros go from plus 120 for the series, and even though it's 2-2 now, the Astros are overwhelming favorites to win the World Series. I think they're back to minus 200, which means they're 2-1 favorites. I, I, it, and they should be. I think there's a good chance that the Astros win tonight. And I think there's a good chance they go back to Houston and end it on Saturday. And I hope I'm wrong. Uh, not for you Astros fans, just because I'm going where my money is. And um, I think the Phillies are a great story anyway. I'd like to see Kyle Schwarber win a World Series. I'd like to see Bryce Harper win a World Series. And, uh, you know, the Astros have, have won a World Series in, in the recent past. The Phillies haven't. The last time they won a World Series, I believe, was 1980. I was a kid then. That's how long ago that was. We'll see. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, but the Pelicans. How many of you stayed up last night to watch the end of that Pelicans game? Oh, my God, it was brutal. It was like a kick in the gut. Pels were down. For those of you who didn't stay up, Pels were down at one point by 16. I think they were down by 12 at halftime. They stormed back in the third quarter, a little like a three-minute barrage in the third quarter. Showed you how bad this Lakers team is. And by the way, LeBron James is almost done. He is a shadow of himself. He can't make a shot to save him life, his life. The only thing he can do is drive to the basket. Now, he can still do that like LeBron, but nothing else. He doesn't play. It, at one point, it was hilarious. At one point, Zion was destroying him. And he said, you know what? I, I, he let the rookie cover Zion. You know, you take him. I'm too old for this. Got to say, I enjoyed the hell out of that. That, that was a lot of fun to watch. But for those of you who didn't see the end or didn't see anything about it, the Pels were up 1.4 seconds left. The rookie, Dyson Daniels, gets fouled. Pels are up by three. He goes to the free throw line. He makes one free throw. The game's over. And so, of course, he misses both. That's not the worst part to me. I love Willie. But I don't understand what, 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 fo what ensued following the timeout, I don't get. 1.4 seconds left, you guard the three-point line. You put five Pelicans on the three-point line. And you don't let them shoot a three-pointer. 
you either foul them or you just make sure they don't get a shot off. They got a shot off. It was a hell of a shot. It's probably a one and a half out of ten shot. Dude makes it. Going overtime, Pell's done. Young team that I think will learn something from this. But it was brutal. I mean, it's one of those games when I was thinking about this after, and I did not bet the over-under win total on the Pels. If I would have, I probably would have taken the over 46. But that's the kind of game where they win 45, and you think about it after, and you're like, damn it, if they had just won that game against the Lakers. That's the kind of game you think back to. And it's also the kind of game that could make you a three seed instead of a two seed or a five seed instead of a four seed, and you got to go on the road, and you lose home field advantage. That's the kind of game. That's what that does. But hopefully a young team can learn from this. We'll see. The Pelicans, we're going to talk more about that tomorrow with Jeff Duncan for sure. Um, but the Pels got to like what you see. And uh, they will be back, and they will learn from that. They come home and play Friday night in the arena before they go back on the road. So it's kind of a mini mini road trip of sorts. All right, let's get into our picks with Uncle Big Nick. we got some interesting, trying to stay hot in the best bets. Uncle Big Nick's been... Hit or miss, he was even last week. Let's see what we can do and win you some money. Uncle Big Nick, can we make some picks today? Mom, can we please? Making some picks, making copies. I hope we don't copy last week's picks because then you're not going to make any money. But we're going to make picks anyway with Uncle Big Nick. Here we are on a Thursday morning. I got a question for you before we start picking. I know you don't have a, a blue check mark, but if you had a blue check mark, would you pay $8 for it a month? Not, no. I mean, it's $8. You know, I don't care about spending $8, but what's the big point of a blue check mark? Well, I mean, that's. Do you of, have a blue check mark? Yeah, I have a blue check mark. I'm not going to have it much longer. You want to borrow $8? No, it's the point. I'm not paying eight dollars for a blue check mark. I mean, don't I, mean, I don't get it. I mean, that'd be like saying, okay, we're gonna create tiers uh, in our in our country. There's gonna be tiers one through five. You gotta pay a hundred dollars a month to be in tier one, but you can be known as tier one. You gotta pay fifty dollars to be in tier two. I'd be in tier five. I don't really give a rat's ass. I'm just do people like me if I tell them I want I'll pay you fifteen dollars to have a blue check mark? Would he do that? Even though I don't have one now, wait. I like bargain with him. You gonna are you gonna pay me fifteen dollars? I think you ought to be able to have like a a yellow check mark for fifteen dollars. There you go. Yeah, I mean, where are we stop at with this? A green check mark for thirty bucks a month, and you're gonna have a fluorescent. Pick your disco, favorite color. You're gonna have a disco ball check mark for fifty dollars a month. Yeah, pick your favorite color for thirty. <clears throat> All right, we're getting way off topic here. But I just thought we'd, we'd start with, this is a question I asked in, in the monologue. I mean, would you pay eight bucks for a checkmark? I'm just wondering who's going to have a checkmark after this is all over. I'd pay eight bucks to have a winning week. Well, I mean, just have a winning <laughs> week, and then you don't have to pay anything. They give you money. I mean, like I've been doing. I mean, you know. Freaking. All right. I lost on the hook. This is the first time I lost on the hook this year. Yeah, I, lo- I lost one on the hook in, in my, uh, in, and not in my best bets. But it I did lost. last week. When does it ever land on 22? 22. Never, never <laughs> lands on 22. I can't believe that number. Where's it land? Uh, right on 22, baby. <laughs> What's the difference between 22 and 22 and a half? Well, the difference yeah. is 20 bucks. That's, that, there's your answer. You wanted to know what the difference was between 22 and 22 and a half? 20 bucks. 
At least I won my bet because I got it at 22 and a half. All right, very quick review. We're not going to go through every pick, but uh, I was four and one last week. Had my best money week of the year, going for 69 plus 69 dollars. Lost the under Miami Detroit. I don't know what I was thinking there. I mean, I well, I know what I was thinking, but that was just bad thinking. Yeah, of course, uh, that's the one I xed out. My bet of the year was the New England money line over the Jets, and um, I uh, made. Can you one have of, a bet of the year when the year's not over? Like, do you get to do this again? Oh, well, when it? you say bet of the yeah, no, you get to do it again because it you doesn't say, have to be in twenty twenty three. It's my bet of the year to this point. It's kind of like you know the storm of the century. You know, when they say storm like of the century? Of yeah, more than that. I think there's been like 19 of them since I've been alive, and I've been alive a long time. But uh, anyway, better the year hit. Uh, I, I did pretty well on that one. I actually made my biggest bet of the year on that game in real life. New England money line over the Jets. I just thought that was super easy. I probably should have just taken the spread, but I didn't trust it. So 4-1 and one plus 69. You were 2-2. Two and two. You talk about that hook. Yep. You got bit by the hook, uh, but you're only minus four. You lost your your two juice dollars. I mean, we had week nine, and that's our first push of the year, which is weird. Very, and we still haven't had a uh, head to head. We haven't had no. a crossfire in back. I have a feeling we might in this one. I just um, have a, a, a small feeling. All right. I, I only sta- got two NFL picks, so it's going right. to be. Well, I'm staying in my lane because all five of my picks are NFL, and I know you're you're delving into some of the NFL world. Let's get on with it. Uh, I don't know what your picks are. I just know what their amounts are. We're going to start. You got a $14 pick. You can go ahead on that. The Washington Commandos money line over Minnesota. I like the way this Washington team is playing against Heineke, with Heineke, and I don't think Minnesota's that good. Um, I don't know if Kirk Cousins is going to have the pressure of. I, I don't think they're good. I don't think they're that good. I don't know if Kirk Cousins is going to have the pressure of coming back to Washington. You know how Cousins is. Everything got to be routine for him to win. So it, yeah, it's, but it's a, a Sunday routine. at noon, though. He likes Sunday. Yeah, it at doesn't noon. matter. It's a different thing, though. He's coming back for a revenge. He's the king of Sunday at noon. He doesn't I, lose Sunday at noon. He will this week. Okay. All right. We'll we'll, we'll see because uh, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but that that game is involved in one of one of my plays here. Not in this one though. I have taken the disrespected Tennessee Titans getting twelve and a half from the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I don't understand this line. Even I, with Malik, I don't care. It's not going to be Malik. I really think it's going to be Tannehill. Tannehill practiced on Wednesday. Um, but even if it is Malik, I'm still. Do you t- have Andy Reid's record off of a bye right there? Do you have Tennessee's record against Kansas City the last four times they played? No. They've been underdogs the last six times they played. The last four times they played, not only did they cover, but they won outright four times is in it, a row. This is in Kansas City. It's got to be in Kansas trouble. City. Yeah. So, I mean, look, if I, I get Kansas City as Kansas City. And you don't know what you're going to get a lot of the time. So that's why I'm only putting $11 on it. By the way, I never said that I'm only putting $11 on it. But No, it's not an argument then. Um, but still, I'm going with trends. In Tennessee, Mike Vrabel, him losing by more than 12 and a half to anybody, I don't care if if Baker Mayfield's the quarterback. I'm still taking Tennessee. You're taking I mean, if Simeon was the quarterback? 
Uh, no, I would probably just, I would probably just leave it alone. There it is. There is a limit. <laughs> I would probably just leave it alone in that case. But uh, twelve and a half points. Tennessee Titans, eleven bucks over the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to you have three twenty-two dollar bets. Let's start with number one. Um, I'll just do NFL. Cincinnati minus seven over Carolina. Bounce back city for Joe Burrow. He's really good in these spots. Carolina, I think, has been playing over their head. They've got to come back down to earth sooner or later. I mean, the fighting P.J. Walkers, I don't think, can go into Cincinnati. Dante Foreman? Cincinnati, I just think Cincinnati's going to roll. P.J. Moore? So you like you like Carolina in this spot? I didn't say who I liked yet. That's actually, this is also part of one of my picks. So but Cleveland, who's better, yet. Cleveland or Carolina? Oh, Cleveland's definitely better than Carolina. So on the road, you can't judge it like that, though. There, every week, different matchups equal different things. So I mean, I hate that. Well, so and so beat so and so. No, no, well, no. Yeah. It's not the it's the spread. It's the line. They were giving three and a half on the road. Now they're giving seven at home to a worse team. Who's better, the Saints or Carolina? Saints. Okay. Well, they got their Carolina ass kicked by Carolina. Yeah. I mean, I just think that Cleveland was a bad spot for Cincinnati, and I don't think that's their team. Like, I just think they come home and annihilate Carolina. I'm not disagreeing with you, pick. I'm just saying that I, I don't like the logic of, well, let's compare last week. Because to me, one week is such a short sample size, it doesn't have anything to do with the next. Well, I said last week in my picks column, you know, I had somebody on Facebook actually talk about this game and say, the NFL has got to be rigged. It's proven that it's rigged because Cincinnati. Lost to Cleveland. Come on, man. Joe Burrow is never beating Cleveland. Exactly. He's and 0 Cleveland, 4. And Cleveland, well, he's not 0 4. He's 0 3 because one of the games he had a torn ACL and he didn't play. Oh, okay. But, oh, but, same that, but Cleveland has won five in a row now against Cincinnati. It's just not a good matchup. The eight for Cincinnati. of nine. Just not a good matchup for Cincinnati. That's all. I mean, they'll, they'll, I mean, if eventually. the NFL was, if he wants to bring up the NFL's rig because they had two teams that are orange play on Halloween, maybe we got a point there. Uh, you know, I was thinking the other night, no joke. I think that would be a perfect tradition. You could start a new tradition. The Bengals and Browns on Halloween, on Monday, on just, I mean, next next year Halloween's on a Tuesday. Have Tuesday night football, Bengals and Browns. I think it would be uh, perfect. Tuesday night's just for matching. No, no, matching. Tuesday. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, moving on. You got Cincinnati minus seven over Carolina for 22. I got another $11 pick. And it is tonight in Thursday night football. I liked it a lot more when it was 14 points. But it moved to 13 and a half late last night, and I'm still going to take it. The Houston Texans plus 13 and a half over the Philadelphia Eagles. And it, it, the, the Eagles have not been a double-digit favorite in back-to-back weeks since 2009. I, they, they're, look, I get the Eagles are 7-0, but at some point in the very near future, they're going to turn back into the Eagles. And uh, I'm not saying they're going to lose this game, but I think Houston's better than people are giving them credit for. I don't think they're good. I don't think Davis Mills is great, but I think he's serviceable. I think they're going to realize keep this- Houston had 51 yards of total offense all the way to the fourth quarter of last week's game. You realize Tennessee was pissed off about hearing about how bad Malik Willis was, and they were only one point. That's all they did was run the ball. Houston. What do you think Philly's going to do? Well, Philly can't run the ball. I, I They can't run the ball like Tennessee. You think Miles Sanders is as good as Derrick Henry? No. I you just think, think Houston's defense is that bad. 
No, we're going to find out. But I, th- I actually think it's a tight under game. Um, is it 13 and a half? I thought it was 14. No, it was 14 yesterday. I moved to 13 and a half last night. So it's one of my best bets in my column this morning. By the way, my NFL picks column on bet.nola.com every Thursday morning. And very often, quite often, it's almost the same picks as I give you here. But I love them that much. And I go into a little bit more depth probably in my NFL picks column. I go into depth with every pick. I make a pick in every game. Uh, best bets, I'm 70%. My overall for the season, I pick every game against the spread. And I think I'm 51.6%, which isn't great, but it's not terrible either. So we're working on that. Anyway, my $11 pick, Houston, plus 13.5 against Philly tonight. Um, I think if it's 13.5, Phil- I like Philly. But- yeah, well, so does Aunt Mabel. So we'll see what happens. All right, moving on. Your second twenty-two dollar pick. I was going to take Tennessee plus the points and the money line until I seen about ninety-one percent of the people on it. You know, ninety-eight percent of the bets in Tennessee is on Tennessee, which ain't that big of a deal. But so I moved off of it. I can't be with ninety percent of the public. So I'm taking Tennessee still in that game, but I'm taking the under sixty-six. I don't think this is a high-scoring shootout game, and I think that total is way too high. I think Georgia's defense is really good. They could stop Tennessee. I think it's going to be a close game, but I just can't bet with 90% of the public. I agree wholeheartedly. We talked about this yesterday, and going into the week, when I saw the line was eight, I'm like, well, you got to be on Tennessee here. And then I saw the percentage of people that are betting Tennessee. You can't. You can't bet on Tennessee. I'm not telling you, I'm not advocating for you to bet on Georgia. I'm actually not advocating for you to bet at all. I mean, you betting is up to you. So, but if you were to bet this game, I cannot advocate on betting on Tennessee because you cannot bet when the public is 90% on one side. I'm probably actually going to take Georgia here. Um, I, I still think Georgia is the best team in the country. Whether they win by, I think they're going to win. I don't know whether they're going to win by eight or not, but I'm not taking it. Georgia's getting disrespected. They've been waiting. I for mean, this game. I have I have a bunch of stats that I wrote down when I was going to take Tennessee. I mean, underdogs in one versus two matchups is 24-12-1, and 20-17 outright since the FBS-FCS split. But they're 4-0 against the spread in the last 10 seasons. I will say this, though. As of late, though, you think about some of those teams and who they are, I would be willing to bet that the public, vast majority of the public, has been all over the favorites in those games. This is a rare instance when they're on number two. You think about the only thing I don't like about Georgia is they lost their best pass rusher that had like four sacks. Still, Kirby Smart still has something. Yeah, I, I know they still. I mean, does Kirby Smart run the same defense as Saban, though? And we see what Tennessee no, he, did to Saban. You know, yeah, Georgia have better players right now. I think Georgia's defense is better than anybody else's defense still. I, I I like the under. I think that's a great way to go at it. If you if you say okay, I'm not going to play Tennessee because if Georgia wins. Even if they win, even if they cover, I think there's an excellent chance that it's under. What are they going to do? They're going to put pressure on Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that that's that's a great. I way think they to have better cornerbacks than I just can't. I just can't take it. A Tennessee seventy one against the spread, the best cover percentage in the FBS. Can you guess who's the who's who they tied with for best cover percentage this year? Uh, this year, yeah, best seventy one. Best, best cover percentage this year. It's not LSU, is it? 
Tulane. Oh, Tulane. Tulane seven and one against the spread, huh? This well, I know the one they lost. Yeah, uh, they seven lost seven miss. All right, my next pick is uh, fully endorsed at under sixty six. By the way, I think that's a great way to attack it. All right, here we go. First crossfire of the year in a way. Um, I have a money line parlay for plus one forty two. 20 bucks to win 2840. Um, I like the Minnesota Vikings straight up against the Washington Commandos. And I like the LA Chargers to beat the Atlanta Falcons. So I'm putting those two together. Although we'll say this it's funny because, and we have to do our Carville picks every week where we pick against James Carville, which I'm leading that to, by the way, for the second straight year. I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, they can't beat me. Um, Your head doesn't even fit on the screen. I know. I, I'm. If I get close enough, it, it'll 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 <laughs> it won't fit in the screen. Um, I I I think Washington actually covers in this game. We oddly enough, it's plus three and a half. I think it's going to be a, a tight game, but I think Minnesota finds a way to win because not only have they been disrespected by the sharps, but they've also been a little lucky because the sharps like to talk about this the stats and how Minnesota stats, and they shouldn't have done this. They shouldn't have won this game. They shouldn't have covered in this game, but they did, and they do. They find ways to win. So I'm not saying they're going to cover in this game, but I do like them to to win outright. Uh, the commanders are, I mean, do we trust Taylor Heineke? I know Washington's defense has been better, but I just think that. Chase Young's that, coming back. Yeah, well, great. Uh, I think Heineke's better than Wentz. You think I Heineke's think it's an upgrade. Better? Oh, I definitely think Heineke's better than Wentz. I mean, he's not coming back. Why would no, you? No, I'm him saying. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I like Wentz is going to be out like of the this, job. I wouldn't like Washington if Wentz was playing quarterback. Wentz is about to go into full blown NFL backup mode. Um, they're not going to keep him. I can't imagine. But maybe I, I don't. I don't think Wentz is is Wentz is about to lose his job for good. Anyway, that's my uh, number three pick for 20 bucks. Moneyline Parlay, our first crossfire of the year. Me Who's against the Uncle Big Nick. I told you, Chargers and over oh, Atlanta. Oh, Chargers, yeah. I mean, I don't need to like explain that. I didn't, that like that. I didn't like that one either. That's true. Yeah. Oh, you like Atlanta then? Yeah. Really? Keaton Allen had a setback. Josh Palmer's coming out of concussion protocol. Atlanta is so overrated, it ain't funny. They're going to drop from four. I think four. the Chargers are in disarray. I think Sean Payton's their coach next year. Like, I think the Chargers are done. Everybody keeps saying that. But are the Chargers going to give up when they need to give up? The, they're, they're historically cheap. They're not, I don't think they're going to give up when they need to give up to give, get Sean Payton. And I'm no Brandon Staley fan. I've made that clear. These analytics coaches are all going to get themselves fired, except for Harbaugh yeah. and because he's Harbaugh. I mean, he'll... But he's never going to win anything again anyway. This analytics crap. Is, I love the over in that game. That's going to be one I stack in DFS. You love the over in the Chargers? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like that as well. Yeah. Um, I don't have any totals this week, but I do like that one. All right, so there you go. Minnesota and Chargers, plus 142, 20 bucks. That is my number three pick. Moving on, your second highest pick, which is a $22 pick as well. You remember when I said... Tulane had the best cover percentage in the FBS. How could I forget? So I'm taking Tulsa plus seven and a half against Tulane. Tulsa's 11 and 0 against the spread against ranked opponents since the start of 2018. They nine and one as an underdog since the start of 2020. 
and they've covered 13 of 17 against Tulane, and they're getting over a touchdown. I just I like the spot here for Tulsa. Um, uh, I don't, I neither endorse nor dissent with this pick. Um, it's a good spot for Tulsa because <clears throat> I haven't looked up Tulane off of a bye, but I do think that Tulane's probably a little full of themselves right now. Um, the fans are. The fans definitely are. I mean, the old Tulane fans are coming out of the woodwork. Oh, I mean, yeah. The ones that you haven't heard from in, in like 24 years. Yeah, 30 uh, years. I, well, 24. They were 12-0 in 1998. Yeah. So... But, um, yeah, they're coming out of nowhere. I mean, uh, you know, the ones that, that, that have that pent-up hate for LSU and they pretend like they like LSU. They only come out during baseball season. They, exactly. And then, exactly. So, but, um, hey, you got to root for the home team. Uh, I don't – I think Tulane's far better than Tulsa. I would probably, if I had to pick, I would probably take Tulane. But as far – if you're Tulsa, though, I do like the spot, even coming off of a bye. So, it's at Tulsa. Tulane again. Some teams you think they'd be good off of a bye. Tulane, I think, in this case, is going to be full of themselves. They've had a whole week to digest their what number nineteen now. Yeah. Or something stupid like that. I don't know. Whatever it is, they're going to get knocked down a peg soon. Oh, we're going to talk about the LSU game, right? Later. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about the LSU yeah. game, and we're going to talk about the the Saints game uh, in, in a minute. Uh, so we got to get through these last little picks. All right, my next game is a twenty-six dollar bet. Green Bay. The spread as of last night. I did not look this morning. In fact, let's look before I put this up because I, I knew may you be were going to love Green Bay this week. I may love the Green Bay Pack. Oh, I love the Green Bay Packers anyway this this week. Um, let me make sure the line is still what it is as we go on live here, and I make people wait. Uh, I know people love to wait. It is still three and a half. All right, so I am going to do a little, little alternate line action. Minus one thirty to get to get rid of that hook. Um, so I got Green Bay minus three. I got about twenty six to win twenty. Um, I hate those three and a half hooks. I'm not betting a three and a half hook, even if I think Green and I think Green Bay is going to smash them. I'm still paying the extra few bucks to get rid of that three and a half hook. So I got it at minus three. I think. This is going to be Aaron Rodgers' best game of the year. Detroit's defense is horrible. I mean, just flat-out horrible. You talked about the Texans' defense a little while ago. Detroit's defense is pathetic. Um, And Aaron Rodgers has been looking for the get-right spot. I like the body language that I saw from the Packers last Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers was actually— I think they kind of found themselves in the second half. I think they did. And and he was smiling on the sideline. He was talking to Romeo Dobbs. He was talking to A.J. Dillon. Um, just he wasn't you know, being a pouty baby. No, exactly. And I, I think he realized maybe where he was. And who, I mean, who likes to prove people wrong more than Aaron Rodgers, except maybe Tom Brady? I mean, so I think this is a perfect spot for him. And look, I don't like the fact that Green Bay hasn't played well against the Lions in the recent past. Um, but I think this is the spot for him. Three points, really? The Packers are only three point favorites over the Lions. The Lions still are who we thought they were. I also like the over in this game, but I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. I think he throws three or four touchdown passes in this one. And definitely. I think it's a good week for him. I, I think it's a good like week this. for him. Yeah. There you go. Green Bay minus three, 26 to win 20, or 130 to win 100. If if you have that kind of cash and you want to spend that kind of well, money, that's up to you. 260 to win 200. Oh, Yeah. You're you're ridiculous. Moving on, our top picks of the week. Your top pick of the week is worth a thirty dollar bet. 
It's a parlay. Two college overs. Arkansas over 64. Memphis over 58 and a half. Every home game for Arkansas is going over the total this year. They seven and one to the over. Liberty, who's a they play in Liberty. Liberty over the total all four road games this year. Memphis is seven and one to the over this year. And UCF is going over the total nine of the past twelve road games. So it's just a great spot for both these overs. I think I love overs in college football. I've been betting Memphis and Arkansas over for the last four weeks. So why not just put it in here? So tell me the numbers again, the Memphis and Arkansas over. Memphis is over 58 and a half. Arkansas is 64. 64 and 58 and a half. Okay. Um, well, you know, the one of the – I don't have a true golden rule in college football, but if I did, it would be never to bet an under. So at least you stand by those rules. I don't, I don't know. Unders in college football are worse. This is they are. This is one where I definitely would take your word for it. Um, I don't have any feel for either one of these teams. Arkansas has kind of turned into a disappointment. I thought they were going to have a much better season than they've had. It started off good enough, but uh, they're kind of an also ran now. I'm actually going to be in Arkansas next week for the game. Uh, okay. You, LSU Arkansas. That's next week. That's 11 a.m. Well, that's yeah. perfect for you. Oh yeah, perfect. All about. All the people I'm going with are mad. I'm, I'm just sitting here, sitting back. Like, I'm like, 11 oh, a.m., that's perfect. 11 a.m., that's like uh, that's like early dinner for you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody everybody I'm going with is mad. I'm sitting back not saying a word. I think they know. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about it. All right. Well, we'll talk about that one next week. I don't – okay. So, Arkansas and Memphis over, 64 and 58 and a half. All right. My number one bet is a $36 bet. It's a teaser. And I'm four and one with my teasers this year in the best bets. So – why get away from things that work? Um, so we're going to go with it again. Again, if, you, if you're new to this. That's impressive because teasers haven't been doing well this no, year. No, they haven't, but I've, I've been picking the right ones, I guess. Um, teaser, in case you don't know what it is, you're new to betting, you get six points of a gift. for. You have to make it like a, it's like a parlay. You get six points of a gift on each leg. So whatever you pick, you get seven, six points subtracted from that spread. And but you, both legs have to win, so it's like a parlay, and you got to lay uh, one twenty to win hundred, or in this case, thirty six to one thirty. I like the Cincinnati Bengals minus one over the Carolina Panthers. Um, well, we don't I really, like that one. Well, right, because you have the you have this in your pick, so we have a uh, we have a same pick here. And then I am finally coming around, which means they're doomed on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I've been dissing on Geno Smith all year long. He keeps proving me wrong. I have not made them a, a part of best bets, I don't think. Uh, if I, I'd have to go back and look. I've just stayed away from them. I take that back. Uh, two weeks ago, I took the charges against Seattle and got shellacked in that one. Um, but I'm finally coming around, and the Cardinals just aren't any good. I don't know what's going on with Calamari, but even with DeAndre Hopkins, I know he's playing better. Um, but I don't to know. Get he's eight, yelling at the coach. He's... I mean, he's, he's got issues. Yeah. So you see, they just played uh, two weeks ago, and Seattle beat them by ten. And now you're going to give give me two points, and in a teaser, I get eight. So give me the Seattle Seahawks. That's my best bet of the week. Cincinnati minus one over Carolina. Seattle. Plus I like the eight under in this game too. Over Arizona. Oh no, I don't. I like the over. Seattle's defense has been playing really good. Some about Seattle's defense, they always start off playing bad, and then they turn it around. They didn't even allow a 
Touchdown, yeah, but these kind of games, they kind of do the opposite of what they, they did the first time. And the fact that they just played, I think it's going to be a different kind of game. But I think Seattle can hang. I don't think Arizona can stop Kenneth Walker, um, who is due for a big game this week. And I, the fact that last week, I wish I would have known, I thought either Metcalf, um, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, Metcalf, it was like, oh, he's out for three weeks. Did he didn't miss a game? Right. Lockett. Uh, I thought Lockett, uh, Metcalf and Lockett, I thought one of them was going to miss and really thought Metcalf was going to miss. And then they both played. So they kind of confused me there. But anyway, I don't. those three guys right there are enough to make me pick Seattle. But I think there's going to be more points scored in this one than last time. We'll see. But that's my teaser pick. All right. Well, we'll see how we do again this week. Um, at some point, my world's going to come crash. See, you know, people say you're not supposed to talk smack. You're going to ruin your winning streak. Well, now I've been talking smack for like three weeks. But at some point, it's going to come crashing down, so I'm enjoying it while I can. Yeah, well, you keep saying it's going to come crashing down. And I mean, down. it's got it, to, it, right? It might. It, I mean, you can't may. sustain 28 and 12. I mean, you just need to start betting more, that's all. No, because, see, I can talk about it all I want. It'll come crashing down when I actually bet big. Yeah. When I start betting like you, I'll be, I'll be, oh, I don't have any money this week to bet because I bet it all <laughs> last week. Now I did go hedge on my on my Phillies uh, against my against the Phillies bet. God, so. how crazy is that? Speaking of which, um, you know, another anecdote before we go off the air here, and we 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 do want to touch on on LSU and we want to touch on the Saints very quickly. But um, my 24 year old genius son's texted me last night about something. And asked me about the World Series and who I liked. I said, well, I like the Phillies. I got a future on them. I said, but I think the Astros are going to win, so I hedged. So then he started calling me chicken, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm an idiot. And he just met I, you? You're like the hedge king. I mean, he thinks hedging is chicken blank, and uh, you don't you just stick, You just don't have any cojones. You don't stick to your – I'm like, no. That's it's another thing smart. you should know already. It's called smart. If you got a big payout coming, let me ask. Let me. I want to ask him. If somebody said you can have five thousand dollars, if let's see, you can have five thousand dollars if the Texans win their next two games in a row, or I will just give you five hundred dollars. Which one would you take? Oh, the five hundred. Well, of course, but not yeah. him. In his world, that's chicken bleep. I mean. I mean, I've, I've come around to the hedging. I mean, because I you've get got what to. you wanted. I mean, it, I don't. I don't even. Even if I thought the Phillies were going to win this series, which I don't. Even if I thought they were going, you still hedge a little bit. So you, you I don't want to leave with games? nothing. You don't want to come up with this twenty-five to one bet that you made before the season, and come up with nothing. It's like last year, and luckily I had the Rams anyway. The Rams were my preseason. This is the team that I'm going with this year. I'm picking the Rams. I'm putting 100 bucks on it. Got them at 12 to 1 or 13 to 1 or whatever the hell they were. And so in the middle of the season, I picked another team and I took the Bengals. I got lucky. Don't get me wrong. I got lucky. So I didn't have to hedge. But had I not had the Rams and I was going into the Super Bowl with just the Bengals at plus 1,500 or 15,000, I'm sorry. So I bet $10 on it and I was going to win 1,500 if the Bengals won the Super Bowl. You better. You can bet your sweet bippy I was going to put money on the other team. I mean, you can't go come away with that with nothing. I did it. I did it this year. I mean, you I got the Phillies. You can't come away with nothing. I got the Phillies 100 to win 2,000, and I bet enough on the Astros so we at least come out way ahead of 200. Exactly. You know? 
Exactly. So, I mean, Me too. So I'm going to win something, no matter who wins. It won't. It'll be a lot. Those more. two games Philly's are win. ridiculous. We go from Philly from seven to nothing yeah, exactly. Yeah, to not hit nothing. Makes no sense. But uh, game five is tonight. Uh, I suspect I have a really bad feeling the Astros are going to win Game Five and Game Six. That the Phillies got, you know, they got the hoorah. The fans got had their fun, and now it's over with. So I wish I would have put. Actually, wish I would have put a little bit more in my hedge. Only put enough to win one fifth of my other bet. But anyway, all right, let's talk real quick. Um, a minute on a minute or a minute and a half on each. LSU playing Alabama this this week. Uh, obviously, it's been talked about all week long. Everybody I talk to except you, and you and I are on the same side in this, think that LSU is going to play well. I think the LSU fans are a little bit too high in the sky. I think they're going to get knocked down, and I think Alabama is – Nick Saban loves to beat LSU. I think they're going to come into Tiger Stadium and do what they – like they did to Joe Burrow a few years. Remember Joe Burrow's junior season when they beat him 29 nothing? I was there and yeah. I watched it. I think it's going to be a lot like that. I – I mean, I think I don't think it's going to be twenty-nine nothing, but I do think Alabama's going to cover the spread. I think Alabama's going to win. Everybody's happy that LSU's ranked ten in the college football playoff. Yeah, I think the committee did this for when Alabama wins. No doubt, it makes it look better for Alabama. Mm-hmm. That, that's because now they're going to have a beat in the top ten team when they run. No doubt, no doubt. And there's no doubt in my mind that's what they're doing. And yeah, they manipulate they everything. They love Alabama and they love manipulating all this stuff. Yeah, so it's all I, a bunch of crap. I, I can't see LSU competing with this team. I, I just can't. Will Anderson's going to spy Jalen and he ain't going to run away from him. Uh, I mean, I just I trust Saban to, to Look, win this. LSU's one. not ready for this. They're just no, not. they're not. It's, it, and it's okay. This, this is the worst team Brian Kelly has, and that's what I've been trying to tell everybody. They're playing way above their expectations right now. Here's my question. This game and everybody's going to hate Jaden Daniels again. Yeah, I was going to say, here's everybody's my question. Everybody's going to hate Brian Kelly again. Media, the social media idiots that have been in hibernation for like three weeks who hate Brian Kelly and Jaden Daniels. And then next week uh, when I'm they in gonna... Arkansas and they're going to put up 40 on Arkansas's bad defense <laughs> and then they could be back. I can't wait to hear the morons. after. I'm not, I'm not kidding. And you're, you're a moron. And, and I don't care if you're a regular listener to the show and you're not going to listen anymore after I tell you this. If you don't love Brian Kelly and Jaden Daniels, you're a moron. Yeah, I mean, go yeah, go climb into a hole somewhere because you're wrong. I mean, Jaden Daniels is gonna is I think I don't I'm not saying he's gonna be an NFL quarterback. He might be, but I mean, he's probably as good as PJ Walker. Um, and we'll see what happens. But uh, Jaden Daniels is a good college quarterback, and Brian Kelly is the best coach this. This program has had since Nick Saban, wanna, and it's not close. I want to ask people if they still want Jimbo. They still want Lane. Yeah, Jimbo. Do they yeah. still want whoever else? And then you got to you, you you ask this question on social media, and you're like, "I do, I do." Brian Kelly sucks. Yeah. You're an idiot. If you think Brian Kelly sucks, you're an idiot. I'm saying it here on the air. On my, it's my prerogative. It's my show. You're an idiot. If you think Brian Kelly sucks, you're an idiot. So I hope you come back and listen. And, you know, feel free to email me at I mean, jderry at the I, I miss Les because I used to love Les as a person. But Oh, I mean, come on. The dude chewed grass on the field, for God's it, sake. I mean, I just He's like that. a cow. He is, but I, I loved him as I a mean, person. We got Coach Elsie on the sideline. <laughs> Don't get me started. I mean, <laughs> Les, was pretty, Les was pretty funny, though. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least he was comedy. 
And don't get me started with Coach O. I love Coach O as a person, but he That's the same way I feel about Miles. I mean, I, Coach O shouldn't be given the keys to the Cadillac when you got to decide if you're going for fourth and two at, at a critical point in the game. That That's not a decision he should make. And he got so, 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 so lucky. So full of himself. <laughs> so lucky. You think about the players that he had. Joe Burrow, oh, Jamar Chase, Patrick Queen. Brady. Uh, I mean, just just go on and on and on and on and on. Terrace Marshall, just just go. Oh, it was, I mean, the entire offensive line. Justin Jefferson, you mentioned him. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, I forgot <laughs> to mention him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, all right. So, anyway, that's what we think about LSU. I think, I, and I think this is their last loss of the year. How about that? I'll make this prediction. They, they get crushed this week, and the social media geniuses come out and then they don't lose. That's all they got left is Arkansas, UAB, and A&M, right? And A&M. This one? Yeah, they're going to beat all three of those teams. Well, and then a bowl so, game. I, got, I think they'll win the bowl I got over game. seven for wins. So. Oh, that's that's in a bag. You got That's locked up. Yeah. I, I You know what? It, it's before the season. I made a bet uh, over 14 and a half wins, LSU and the Saints combined. And I was worried that LSU would bring me down. Instead, it's going to be LSU that's going to give me a chance to win this. Yeah, game. it's going to be LSU's going to save that. Hopefully. I mean, because LSU, I think, is going to win what nine games? They have to go nine and three. I think they're going to go nine and three. All right, Saints Ravens. Very quickly, I'm not going to give my pick just yet. Although I gave it in my NFL picks column, if you're so inclined. Uh, what do you think about the Saints this week? I think they come back down to earth. Well, I mean, you can't come much further down than they already are. I mean, they they shut out. I mean, I mean they, they came out defense from is back. They came so, out from the grave. Yeah, defense is back. Everything's better. Everything's hunky dory now. Matthew all of a sudden learned how to tackle again. And Marcus Davenport meet Lamar Jackson or don't. Yes. I mean they might not meet. <laughs> what if we just put Taysom as quarterback and have a Taysom versus Lamar show? Oh, don't get me started. When that whole the whole quarterback thing's a debacle. It is, I mean, and I, I, I can't, I cannot see the Saints winning. I told you Andy Dalton was good. I can't see it. I just can't put it together. Look how good Andy Dalton is. <laughs> He's awesome. The, the red water pistol. He's gonna come back down to earth. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I have not. <laughs> you know, you know who's gonna meet each other. Robert Quinn is gonna meet Andy Dalton. Yeah. I, I, I gotta. I, don't, I wouldn't want to be Andy Dalton this week. I'm not gonna pick, make my pick now, but. It's it's, I got a bad feeling about this one. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, Uncle Big Nick. Uh, we made you're, up. Pick. You're the guy that picked the Saints like eight weeks in a row or something like that. I, that is like that is a streak that probably will never be broken by myself. Yes. I don't think I'll ever it's pick like, the Saints uh, that many weeks in a row again. The hit streak. Yeah, I don't know. 52? I mean, I I must have been hitting. That's the ties. one record in sports that'll never be broken. Fifty six? Uh, yeah. Is it fifty six? Fifty six. Fifty six hits in a row. Yeah. Fifty six games in a row. Joe DiMaggio got a hit. That'll that'll yeah, that, never be ne- broken. Not with this day and age and the way they hit. No, I mean, you think you thought Cal Ripken's streak was tough? Fifty six yeah. games in a row to get a hit. That's way tougher. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week. It's hard to believe we're getting down to the getting down to the nitty gritty here. We only got a couple weeks of like regular college football action. Yeah, but it's every day. I'm I'm in my glory right now. It's 27 straight days of football. Oh, I got boy. football every day. I could make DFS lineups. I can bet. It's it's wonderful Just wait time of the year. Just bowl season right now. starts. I don't have to wait. It's all here. All right. Well, this we'll is where any- I learned about all the teams we pick in the bowls. And you're like, how do you know anything about this team? 
Because I'm I don't know, but you right did, now. You've been doing pretty good with the bowl, so I'm not going to mess with you about <laughs> yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. We'll have fun with it. All right, speaking of having fun, we'll do it again next week. Talk to you later. All right, bud. Having fun with Uncle Big Nick, as we always do every Thursday here on Datitude. Tomorrow we're going to have fun with Jeff Duncan. We're going to get two days of Jeff Duncan tomorrow and Monday. Live shows, both Friday and Monday. You know where to find them. If you want to find the live shows, or you can just wait till it comes out here on Datitude and the podcast. That's okay. Whatever works for you. We just thank you for coming back. And uh, you have been coming back, and we thank you for that. Um, we love our listeners, even if I do call you some of you, not all of you. I mean, I'm not shy. I'll tell you what I think. Just because if I call you a moron doesn't mean I don't love you. I mean, I call my son a moron like every other day. Some of the things that 24-year-old kid says just blows my mind. It, it really does. I, I don't know if it's the whole millennial thing. And technically, I think he's just outside of the millennial. So I don't know. But, um, you know, I don't want to be Zach jokes. Zach Ewing jokes with me all the time. Get off my lawn. I mean, sometimes I am the get off my lawn dude. I mean, I've never actually gone outside and said get off my lawn. I've wanted to. And I know I have that attitude sometimes. I try not to. I try not to be that old dude, the one that, that kids make fun of. But jeez, I'm Pete's. I mean... This 24-year-old kid, I love him to death, but sometimes he's a moron. He, he doesn't get it. Of course, I don't know how many of you have 24-year-old sons, because 24-year-old sons, it's, it's, it's my experience that 24-year-old sons, from the time they're about 13, and just from seeing my friends and, and kids and trying to remember back to when I was that age... I think they absolutely know everything there is to know till they're about 31 or 32. Now, sometimes some of them wisen up a little bit when they get married and their wives slap the sense back into them. It doesn't always happen. I mean, it didn't happen for me, again, until I was well into my 30s before I realized, you know what, I don't know everything. I'm kind of a moron too. My friends still call me a moron, except they use different words. I told you I was from the West Bank, so... You can imagine what words they use. It's all right. Have fun with it. But I digress. If I call you a moron, it doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean we can't be friends because we can be. I got a whole hell of a lot of moron friends. Love them too. So we can be buds. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. We all have fun with it. All right. Speaking of fun and Friends and all that good stuff. Tomorrow, Jeff Duncan. Again, if you want to watch live on just about all of our social media platforms, bet.nola.com and the nola.com YouTube page. It's also on the bet.nola.com and nola.com Facebook page and the nola.com Twitter page. All live, 9.15 a.m., Friday morning, Monday morning. You can find us. And if you don't listen to it, or even if you do, you can come back and Get it where you get your podcast all the time by searching Datitude. I will add my monologue and my ending for each of those shows. We're going to have fun with it, and we hope you have fun this evening. Enjoy this weather. From what I understand, Saturday is supposed to be ugly. So it'll be perfect for you to stay home, watch Tennessee, Georgia, watch LSU, Bama, hang out with your friends, and enjoy the weekend inside because Saturday is going to be ugly. And then Sunday, no Saints. 
I mean, if you're not like me and a, just a football junkie and you kind of have to watch, you're going you're gonna to go off Sunday. Feed the pigeons. Do, go to the mall. Do they still have malls? I don't know. Uh, go to your favorite restaurant. Whatever you want to do, Sunday is your chance because the Saints are playing on Monday night this week. It'll be fun. And here's my chance to say bye-bye. Of course, I've had a few, but now I'm really saying bye. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Peace and love, my friends. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Now that ain't working. That's the way you do it. Let me tell you. Yeah,